How can we ease the transitions in our life? I have a four-step process for that that I'm going to share with you today. Hi, I'm Lisa M.K. Ling. Welcome to One Small Thing. So yesterday was January 20th, big day here in the U.S. A lot of transitions going on at a country level, at a family level for me. Bodhi left in the morning, so that was a big transition of letting my oldest child go off into the world and he'll never really live at home again. A big letting go. One phase of life ending. And then we have a new president yesterday who got inaugurated. And whether you support Biden or not, there's a transition from one energy to another. A complete change, pretty much opposite from what was before. And I just allowed myself to be a part of that. When there's big changes happening, when one door is closing and another door is opening, there's a lot of energy moving at that time. And you really have to be gentle with yourself and allow yourself to just take that in and allow those changes to happen. And I I think of it, uh, I think visually a lot and I like symbols and I think of it kind of like a circle and with a circle you have the the underbelly of the circle the bottom of the circle the bottom half and that's kind of like the darkness the the challenge the pain the the difficulties that you go through to figure out who you are the the ways that you get pressed that you get molded that you get put through the fire that you get shaped the struggles that you have to go through in order to figure out who you are and what you stand for. And then the top part of the circle is when you shift into the light, when you come out of that, when you come and bear the fruits of all of your labor, when you're able to take the the upward bounce (laughs) from the downward push, um, and see the the beauty in and the silver lining in all of the, the challenges. And that moment when you shift from the underbelly of the circle into the top half of the circle, you know, into the wings of the bird and the flying energy, um, that that's a transition moment from one half of the circle to the other. And if you trace that circle around, you know that you start maybe at halfway down the circle, you go through the underbelly and then halfway up the other side, you transition back into the light. And if you just stay with it, if you just allow yourself to be with it, those can be beautiful moments, even though they may feel uncomfortable, even though they may feel strange, even though they, you may have mixed feelings, tears of joy, tears of sadness in the same moment. You know, all of this can happen at the same time. And it's all okay. And 
you can just allow yourself to be through it. And that's what I did yesterday. I just didn't have too many expectations of myself. I put all of the to-dos aside and just allowed myself, gave myself a day to just kind of be. And whenever I was tempted, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I just toned that all down and cut that all in half. You know, whatever I thought my to-do list was, I cut it in half and then cut it in half again and just did the real essentials. And that just helped to allow me to go through the transition and it helped me to be aware of what was going on inside of me, to take it all in and not just stuff everything, you know, so that it's going to pop out in some weird way later, but to actually go through these energy changes and process them in my body, in my mind, in my spirit. Because it's not just these changes. There's a lot going on at many levels. Like at one level, we're going through 2000 year shift from the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, you know, at a universal level. And at a family level, I'm going through a change in 18 years of raising a child and pouring all my love into a child and helping to shape and guide a child. And then to let him go into the world and really do the opposite. Instead of latching on, I'm letting go. And at another level, at a country level, you know, we're shifting one from one president to another, from one whole set of values to another. And whatever your politics is, it doesn't really matter. There's a big change going on. And You have to allow yourself time to take those changes in. And each part of it has its purpose. Each part of it serves a purpose. Sometimes we have to go through pain and struggle and darkness in order to truly appreciate and value the light and the peace and the joy and the calm as important. I know I did. I had to go through that. I... I viewed achievement and external purse, power, prestige, praise as important. I didn't truly value the internal qualities. I mean, I did at some level, but I, they were not equal for me. And now they're even more important. Peace, purpose, passion, play. These are more important to me than the external qualities and chasing after all of the external things. I'm not saying I don't want those. I do. But they're byproducts. They're not my main focus anymore. And that shift, you know, is a, a sea change in, an, in a way you see a life. And these transitions take time. And so yesterday I just gave myself a day to, to feel what I felt, to not run away from it, not deny it, not discard it, not dismiss it, not diminish it, and not destroy it, and just to allow it to be, and not divorce myself from it either. All these D words, you know, not any of that. And this, again, is a big change for me because I used to want to just deny when I didn't feel good or deny when I felt low or deny when I felt deny and dismiss and diminish and discard those what I considered negative feelings and things that were not perfect I wanted to just get rid of those 
but now I see that they serve a purpose. That's the whole underside of the circle. It serves a purpose. It's part of the circle. It's, <laughs> it's a critical part of the circle. It's not there for no reason. It's there for a reason. And it strengthens you and it shapes you and it teaches you and it guides you. And yet you don't want to stay there forever. And so you keep moving and keep the energy moving and keep your eye on where it is you want to go, which is you want to transition back into the light. You want to transition into feeling energized. You want to transition into feeling a peaceful and harmonious family. You want to transition into feeling and becoming yourself and being authentic and honoring of your thoughts and your feelings and your actions and developing lovingly powerful relationships out of chaos and emotional volcanoes. You know, all of this, it's all part of it. It's all part of it. Let's take a deep breath. <laughs> what an idea that it could be all part of it that none of it may be wrong that it may all serve a purpose that we may be doing exactly what we're meant to be doing even when we think we're not on our path even when we think we're off track what if we're doing exactly what we're supposed to be doing what if we are exactly where we're supposed to be on that circle in this in any given moment and speaking of transitions, this transition right here, taking a deep breath. Feel that? That's a transition right there. That takes a few seconds. So we have transitions that take thousands of years, that take decades, and that take moments. my process, my four-step process of allowing these transitions is first self-awareness, just being aware of yourself, coming back inside, then self-control over your thoughts, over your emotions, over your actions, not controlling others, but controlling yourself. And then self-care. So many different self-care practices. From drinking a warm glass of water in the morning. And flushing out your gut. To drinking green smoothies. And nourishing your body with healthy food. To taking a moment to just breathe. And give yourself space. Out of the rush. Out of the to-dos. Out of the achievement. Out of the craziness of accomplishing and doing to just be and to rebalance that whole mix of doing and being. That is total self-care. To setting up your life so that you have time and space to take care of yourself. To taking care of your body, to taking care of your mind and the thoughts you think not making yourself wrong, not making your thoughts wrong, not making your feelings wrong, just letting them be 
and seeing what they have to teach you, seeing what they have to share. Self care of your spirit, going for walks outside, looking up at the sun, feeling the wind on your face, hearing the sound of the birds chirping in the forest. We have a very small piece of forest near our house, and I go in that forest every day. It's a 10 minute walk, and that's part of my self care to just go and watch the chipmunks and the squirrels scampering up the trees with no leaves (laughs) and hear the birds and see this beautiful little bluebird in particular, which is the same as the bird in Dragonfly that guides Baladova to the meadow. And whenever I see that bird, I think of the story and it takes me into the story and it takes me into my imagination and keeping that imagination alive with possibility and dreams and magic. Yes, we have our things we need to do in our day. Yes, we have the physical world demands and structures and jobs and money and mortgages and grocery shopping and meals and assignments and homework. And we have magic and we have dreams and we have possibilities and we have stories and they coexist and making space for both so important and that's part of how I take care of myself by making space for those stories and those dreams and that magic and that possibility to exist and finally the fourth step all of that self-awareness self-control self-care allows me to get to a feeling of self-love where I just accept myself as I am in any given moment I just allow myself to express what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm doing in any given moment. And that's part of this podcast. Me recording these podcasts every day is an act of self-love. For me and for you, I'm allowing myself to express myself, whatever I'm saying. I don't write these out ahead of time. I just sit and meditate and think of what do I want to say. And then I allow it to flow through. And I know that whatever comes is going to be right for me and for you and that is trusting the process it's just trusting my my own inner knowing and that is something I have wanted oh how I've wanted I have wanted that since I was 12 since I was a 12 year old girl and I felt so trapped in my head that I felt suicidal and didn't understand how to get out I felt trapped by the linear, rational, logical brain. And there was no space for my own knowing, for that part of me that just saw the magic of life without it making logical sense and having rational thought and linear thinking. I had closed that part off. And I didn't even know it was a part of myself. I didn't have a language for it. I didn't know it was even a thing. And that is why I wrote the book Dragonfly. Because I wanted children to not lose that part of themselves. What if they could grow up having a balance 
between their inner and outer worlds? What if they could grow up having a balance between their logical, rational mind and their magical, expansive, knowing mind? What if they could grow up with a balance of being and doing and have a language for this part of themselves, this world that's inside of them that they don't even really know is a, is a thing? It's just fleeting thoughts. If you don't know there's a word for that fleeting thought that you have, that it's called intuition, how the heck are you supposed to hang on to that when the world is bombarding you with what it says is right or wrong and you have tests and you have exams and you have everybody telling you what to do and what not to do? How are you supposed to listen to your own intuition if you don't even know it's called that. If you don't even have a word for it and you don't know that everyone has that and you don't have a community for it and you don't have a permission to explore it and you don't have a language for it and you don't have tools to, to navigate it, to strengthen it, to understand it. And that is why I wrote Dragonfly. And that is why I created the Dragonfly program with the mindfulness and movement videos and guided journal around the book in order for children to be able to have the language and the tools and the permission and the community to develop these four things, develop self-awareness and self-control and self-care and self-love. And in the language of the dragon, that is the four elements. That's breathing fire. That's flowing like water. That's flying into the sky. And that's bringing all of that magic and that dream and that possibility and landing back down on earth and being able to do that and hold that space within yourself that's the whole circle that's the dark and the light together we're not just one thing we're all of it we are all of it